Volleyball with Triborn and Travis Moore, presented as always by our sponsors at VolleyballMag.com. We have an exciting new guest today. We have Miss Sarah Sponsel on the show. How are we doing? I'm doing great. I'm glad to be here. Yeah, yeah. glad to have you it's on. Great. Welcome to the Born on the Beach studios. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. You've had a pretty boring couple months here. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. It's been crazy. I mean, I we were just talking about how um, I think the past month I've been, we went to Pac-12s. I think we had like one day back at school and then we were on a flight over to Gulf Shores, um, won a national championship, um, practiced with Lauren the next weekend for two days and then flew out to the AVP Austin and ended up doing really well. So now I'm back and I don't know, it just, it's trying like life settling down a little bit, but yeah. And you're still um, in taking classes. You're still, still taking classes. Up. Yeah. I have a week and a half left. Oh, I know. Brutal. Uh, crazy, but yeah, <laughs> just trying to catch up with school and, um, yeah, cause we've been gone. I feel like I've been on the road for like the past month. Um, but yeah, finishing up that and then yeah, summer and training starts. And, yeah. <laughs> And you still See have time for the Sandcast podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, we appreciate that. Always got to make time. <laughs> <I love> it. <laughs> Somehow. And, I mean, most college students freak out about finals when it's just finals alone. But you haven't even been back. At, you've probably been off campus more than you've been on campus the last couple of weeks, I would think. Yeah, it's been crazy. Um, I mean, it's. I think it was great um, timing for Gulf Shores. I mean, we did have midterms. Um, we were all finishing up our midterms um, during Gulf Shores, but bef- like I finished mine before um, play even started, so that was nice. Not too stressful, but um, it's been kind of nice since I've been gone the past like other two or three weekends because um, you're not in finals, but now um, uh, didn't do AVP New York. Um, like a lot of it was because finals are coming up and I need to pass my glasses and kind of get it together. So, um, but yeah. And how are classes going? Classes are uh, good. <laughs> um, I'm actually in Spanish right now, which I have not taken since I was like in fifth grade, which a lot of people take um, Spanish in high school. And so it was like elementary Spanish. I'm like, okay, we're chilling with like the colors and the weather and just like all that stuff. And the lady's like, okay, so um, next class, we're going to be speaking in full Spanish. And I, I was like, wait, what? Like, what did I sign up for? Is there something like below this, like a level below this? And so that's been kind of a struggle because it's not like a class where you're like, okay, you have two papers and like a fine, like a written final. It's just like, you have to know the vocab to like speak the language. And if you're not practicing it, you're just kind of screwed. So it's been like a struggle. It's embarrassing because a lot of people (laughs) just like know it from high school and I'm just like going into office hours and um, all that stuff. But Spanish has probably been like the hardest one and it sucks because it's elementary Spanish. <laughs> but um, so, yeah, I'm kind of getting through that and then um, finishing up some social classes, which aren't too hard. Um, I was in a stats class th- at the very beginning of the um, quarter and I was talking to my academic advisor. I'm like, OK, like the goal is to win a national championship like this quarter. We've been training for this. Like, I don't think you understand, but I'm not good at math. And this is like <laughs> advanced stats. Like, I don't know what you, like, you're putting me in right now. So I like, went to the first two classes and I honestly thought I was like failing already because I like we had nothing turned in anything. And 
I was just like already lost. I'm like, I think I'm already getting enough. And um, so I like went back to him and I'm like, I'm sorry, like I'll take this a different time, but like this quarter is like to win. And so I'm in, I am taking like some GE class, but that's easy. So it's it's been like a pretty easy quarter minus Spanish, but I'm glad I'm not in the stats <laughs> class because that would have been really bad for how much school I've been missing. Oh, my God. Well, I can uh, relate on the math struggle. So I'm a writer for a reason. Yeah. So when, when I got into Maryland, we had to take, like, a math placement exam. Mm-hmm. But I was so – my placement score was so bad that I had to take <laughs> math 003. That counted for zero credit. <laughs> they just oh. had to make sure that you I You just had to, like, get I up to par with everyone. <laughs> I have oh to do that for writing. All my friends were taking, like, the basic writing class, and I was – me and the football players at SC were uh, in writing 120 just, <laughs> just to get to 140. It's oh tough having gosh. 003 on the transcript. Oh <laughs> <my> <laughs> <God>. <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> the worst but, is if you get a bad grade in that class, then you're just like, I don't know where I belong. Yeah, where yeah, do you that go from there? Start preschool back building home blocks. To community college. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Go back to high school, maybe. Yeah, oh but it is a... Uh, I guess it's almost nice to see that you do struggle with something after winning national championship in your first year at UCLA, and then you're just, all right, well, let me just try the AVP and make the finals (laughs) straight off the bat. Oh, my gosh, yeah. I mean, I was not expecting that at all. Um, I mean, like, going in, like, I knew it was going to be a completely different world, like, stronger people, faster, um, just more physical, just mentally smarter in the game. And, um, yeah, I mean, like, I was lucky that Lauren contacted me. We had, like, two practices, tried to work some things out, and we kind of just went for it. And, um, yeah, I mean, it was just very unexpected, but kind of... I was thinking Lauren's pretty lucky because she's she's got the in on NCAA volleyball, so she's been watching all you guys. (laughs) (laughs) She's been watching, and she scooped you right, right at her first opportunity. Yeah, that was... Yeah. I mean, I, I think we got back on a Monday or a Sunday night and she called me on like Tuesday and I was just <laughs> like, yeah, sure. Like I was <laughs> like, I can't pass up this opportunity. Um, but yeah, we we played them. I, th- I think we played Stanford at least three or four times um, with the, like within the season. So I guess you played all right. Yeah, I guess <laughs> we did pretty well. But uh, yeah, it was, yeah, it was a lot of fun. How much of your success do you think was due to like just you're playing at basically the highest level of your whole career going to Gulf Shores, NCAAs, then you win it, and then you go straight into your first, that was your first pro event, right? Yeah. First pro event. Was it kind of just nice to go straight into it, you know, like rather than going back maybe to a lower level and playing and then coming back? Yeah, I mean, I think it was, like you said, you're playing at the highest level at Gulf Shores, and then, um, I mean, I we didn't really even have like a week until we were practicing again. So um, I'm lucky that we kind of just went straight into it because mentally I was kind of like already like in the zone. Mm -hmm. Um, The one biggest thing that was just completely different was, I mean, most of the season I wasn't getting like served a lot. Like my partner Lily was, and um, just during Gulf Shores randomly people started serving me, which was like, I was kind of like taken aback because it's just like a completely mental game. Like you're, I'm so used to like, Oh, I'm setting, I'm calling, I'm setting, I'm calling. And then I'm like, Oh my God, Lily, like, please give me a call. Like, so I'm just, I was actually pretty like in the weeds, the, the throughout Gulf Shores because I was like mentally not prepared to get served. Um, and I think one of the biggest like defining moments, even just of the tournament was probably going into the last day, 
Um, we weren't playing our best volleyball, and Lily and I, like, I felt like we had a groove until we hit Gulf Shores. And I just went up to her. I'm like, hey, like, I know I'm getting served. Um, I just want you to be with me. Like, trust me. Like, we're going to get this done. And she just looked me in the eye and was like, dude, like, I have your back. Like, I got you. We're going to get through this. And just, like, that conversation, just the fact that she, like, was with me, and I feel like that's just really important just in a partnership. And I think that just transitioned over to AVP. Is like I knew I was going to get served every time. And I, I, on, I honestly just, like, trusted Lauren, like, right off the bat. Just I felt like we had a good chemistry, like, this past, like, the two practices. And I felt like, like I said, that just really helped just knowing that I was going to get served. But, like, mentally, the whole Gulf Shores thing just kind of got me prepared for that. Yeah, and you, but, you mentioned that. I mean, obviously, there's a different level between college, even national championships, which is obviously a very high level, to yeah. AVP. And you said you were kind of in the weeds getting served in Gulf Shores. Yeah. But you sided out at a really high level. I mean, it got you guys to the finals. Yeah. You, you didn't even drop a set until you played April and Alex, right? We did not, no. So it's pretty solid. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like, I think I just, like, had that mentality. Like, I know people are going to be stronger and faster, but... I think I just tried to put the pressure on um, in terms of, like, just staying aggressive. I think a lot of people just kind of go to shots, and, um, like, if they get blocked, um, they kind of just do that. But I kind of just felt like I was, like, full force. Like, I just want to swing. If I get blocked, like, I'll just work around. But Now we're going to take a quick break for a word from our sponsors. This podcast is brought to you by Wilson Volleyball. The AVP season is back, hallelujah, which means, guess what? We are back to playing with Wilson Volleyballs again, and the college girls plays with Wilson, and the CBVA plays with Wilson, the AVP plays with Wilson. There is a reason that all of the pros and those about to become pros play with Wilsons, all right? It is the best ball in the game. It is the one the pros use and the one that you should use as well, and the good news is, is that you can get 20% off by using our discount code WILSONSAND. All right, and I'll say that one more time. You can get 20% off by using our discount code WILSONSAND for 20% off of the best balls in the game. This podcast is also brought to you by Firefly Recovery. Listen, we're all athletes here for the most part, which means that we are all aching in some way or other or sore somewhere. All right, and a lot of times this is our knees, which is where Firefly Recovery comes into play, which is why I love them so much. So if you're one of those Weird people who go to work every day, like I do, you can strap this onto your knee while you're sitting at your desk, and it helps you recover by moving the blood around in the region. I'm not a scientist. I don't know exactly how it works. You can go to fireflyrecovery.com. They have all sorts of testimonials and information out there. But what I just want to say is that it works. Like if you're traveling on a plane to an FIVB or a Norseca or to AVP Austin or to AVP New York or Seattle or wherever it may be, use Firefly Recovery on the plane. It'll help you recover while you're sitting there on your plane ride talking to people that you probably don't want to be talking to anyway. So use Firefly Recovery to be the best athlete that you can be. We would like to welcome a new sponsor to the show, Pacific Coast Wealth Management, or PCWM, if that's easier for you. If your financial plan goes beyond making it into the main draw of an AVP volleyball tournament, check out their online planning tool at PacificCoastWealthManagement.com. When you're there, click on Build Your, Build Your Financial Plan Here link and work with a, a licensed fiduciary advisor who can discuss 401k, IRA, life insurance, estate plans, tax strategy, social security, investments, or good old stock tips. 
also known as everything that beach volleyball players do not specialize in. You could use the help. Trust me, I know. Hit up Pacific Coast Wealth Management today. Business owners who need to offer benefits, retirement, or pension plans for their employees, partners, or themselves. Or 529 college savings or Roth IRA for your kids. Did you know you can gift $15,000 per year to your kid? Start with your favorite volleyball player by connecting with us at Pacific Coast Wealth Management Instagram or www.pacificcoastwealthmanagement.com or give them a call. 949-637-7052. Again, their phone number is 949-637-7052. Or we all know that Beach Volleyball, you're on Instagram. Hit them up at Pacific Coast Wealth Management on Insta. Hit them in your DMs, whatever it may be. Get in touch. We all know we need a little financial help in Beach Volleyball. These are your guys. Um, I got a question. Like, how was, at what point in the AVP do you feel like it kind of, past the level of NCAA volleyball. So, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I think it was, like, the first play, honestly. Really? Like, okay. I feel um, – I don't know. I think NCAA just – people, like, have their go-to shots, and mm-hmm. it's like, okay, thumb down, thumb down, thumb down. I'm just going to sit here. They might go line. Mm-hmm. But I felt, like, right off the bat, like, you pick something up, someone has something else, like, in, like under their sleeve. Like, they just have all the different shots – all the different speeds, they have different plays. So um, I felt like defense in general was just like a huge, like, okay, you need to stay because it could go anywhere. Right. And I feel like at NCAA, like, they have their shots. You scout them. You've played them, like, numerous times. Right. So you just kind of, like, have that mental thought in the back of your head of just, like, what they're going to do. Um, but not only, like, defense, just everyone's stronger. Everyone's going to they're like actually hitting the ball. And I feel like at NCAAs, it's like, oh, I'm just going to like shoot everything. There might be like one amazing swing. But um, yeah, I felt like there's just more pressure. Like I'm going to hit the ball. If we're out of system, I'm going to get my feet there. I'm going to like take a rip down the middle. So I think just everything was like a complete wake up call just Mm -hmm. right off the bat. Did it feel like it brought your level up just playing against all these better players? Obviously it worked. Oh yeah. (laughs) I mean, I was, like, talking to my parents, like, after this all, like, went down, and I was just, like, honestly, like, the player that I was at NC's is, like, was completely not the player Mm -hmm. that was at the AVP, and I think it was just, you get in this mindset of, like, okay, like, everyone is just coming at you, like, I gotta, like, step my game up, Um, just, I mean, physically and just mentally, um, not get kind of rattled because it's easy to get rattled when you're getting served um multiple times like every point mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're like trying to play defense and yeah. so um yeah I definitely think I was like a completely different player nice well if we if we dial that in a little bit what do you think specifically was different from NCAAs to AVPs was it just every part of your game was just a little bit higher or do you think that you were swinging more than you would in college I definitely think I was, like, swinging more. Um, I don't know. I don't know why, but, like, at NCs, I was more, like, timid. I was, like, oh, like, I don't want to, like, not that, like, I don't want to mess up, but, like, I felt, like, you kind of have this, like, well, I have really nothing to lose. Like, me and Lauren practiced, like, twice, and, like, I don't know what to expect. So I think I was kind of just putting everything I had out there and whether it was, like, on defense, like, just trying to go for everything, um, trying to learn with Lauren each game. So I was just trying to, like, improve my game each match, but definitely more um, 
swinging, I feel like my mentality was like, okay, like you might block me, but like here I got this or I can hit this angle or I have this shot. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Just completely just like more aggressive. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, from my experience, you definitely play up to the level of your competition. Like when I first went on the world tour, it was like, yeah, like day one. And I'm like, okay, now this is my level of volleyball. Mm. And I think just seeing other athletes do it, like across the net from you and you're blocking them, you're like, okay, I guess that's what it takes. So you're almost just copying, you know? Yeah. And just like your level of game just literally can step up in a day. You're like, I guess this is what we do now. Yeah. And, it's, and then you look back, you're like, wait, if I could have just done this, right. what, like two like, weeks ago, I would have been the most dominant <laughs> player in the world. Yeah, yeah. It's amazing how those things can click so quickly. Have you yeah, stopped and like watched film from Austin yet? I mean, I watched the the finals on, um, I think they were streaming it online somewhere, uh, yeah. Amazon Prime. Yeah, I watched that um, probably a few times, uh, kind of just playing back everything and seeing like what we could have done differently. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was like an amazing match and um, I don't know, it was probably one of the most fun matches I've ever had playing volleyball. I mean, like you're up against April Ross. I mean, like I literally had pictures of her like when I was 14 and like 17 and just to be like playing against her and like seeing me like I don't know like stack up against her was really cool and um yeah it was just a really great experience um yeah I saw I saw the picture that you put up on Twitter you know when you were like you know 12 or 14 or whatever with with April and then now you're playing against her I feel like playing her in the finals, just someone you looked up to for so long, it'd be really easy to get caught up in the moment. Mm. And obviously you didn't. I mean, the first set was at 22-20. Yeah, I mean, you guys pushed him pretty 22. good. Yeah, that one was crazy. 24-22, and then I felt like we played for like two hours on the next game because of the, <laughs> the side-out serving <laughs> oh, thing. I'm right. like, oh that's my God, right. we have basically played like a third match, a third game. Um, yeah, I mean, I think... I don't know. I I don't know. I felt like I kind of was just taking it point by point and I don't know. I just like thought it was like an amazing challenge. Like you look up to someone for so long and it's like, okay, you you don't want to miss this opportunity. You want to show them like, okay, like like I de- I deserve to be here. Like I it wasn't a right. fluke that we were here. And I mean, right after we lost, I mean, I honestly was like as long as we gave them a run for their money, that's like all that matters to me and um, just to be that close and in striking distance, it like gives me hope um, and just makes you want to like play that much more and like get that much better. Um, so you have an opportunity to like face off with her again. So I think it's huge going into that or it says a lot about you and your mindset going into it thinking, all right, I'm going to prove to this person that I can ball with them like April Ross, that I'm on her level rather than coming into it, which I think a lot of people do is you come into it and you're like, oh, uh, like, this person's so much better than me. I just hope to, like, stay close. And, yeah. like, you know, something like that. And I've seen it a lot. Um, and those young athletes who come in and are like, I'm going to kick your ass and, and show you that I belong here. Whether you're supposed yeah. to or not. Like, I tried to do it to Phil Dahlhauser. He worked me, but yeah. I was still <laughs> swinging for his face. Yeah. And that helped me in the long run. And you get that respect from that player. And then when you see them give you that respect back, then you really feel like you belong on that level. Uh, it also puts a target on your back, which is what you want. Yeah. You want all the top players coming at you. Um, but, yeah, I think that's a good mindset you came into it with. And yeah, for sure. Now you're, now you're here. There's no going back. I'm sitting here at the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Now you're on the podcast. Yeah. 
You've um, really made it. Yeah. Now that you're on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> You've had to make a, a lot of transitions recently. So you transferred from LMU to UCLA this year. Yeah. How was that? I guess what made you want to transfer to UCLA and how was it kind of getting a new partner and a new school and a new setting and all that? Yeah, I mean, it was crazy. I think um, it all started last winter. Um, I mean, I was really close with my head coach, which was like one of the biggest reasons why I went to LMU. And another reason was, I don't know, do you guys know Betsy Flint? Uh-huh. She was like my idol growing up and she went to LMU and I'm like, oh my God, I have to go. And uh-huh. I was like a sophomore when I committed, so I didn't know what I was getting into. But um, so yeah, but Tom Black was like um, the coach that I wanted and um, he like developed me as a player um, for like those first three years. I mean, I came out as a setter and he transferred, transitioned me to an outside. And I mean, I just had so much respect for him. And then when he called me over winter break of last year saying like I got a, a job in Georgia and I'm taking my entire staff with me I kind of was just like maybe this is an opportunity for me to um, see what other options are out there um, I love Delamu. I feel like I just wanted to be more challenged um, in terms of volleyball and um, I just started the only the only school I ever looked at was UCLA just because it's right down the road I've low-key kind of always like thought it'd be cool to go there um but yeah so I immediately started um contacting them and Stein was like yeah like at school and Seeley was all down for it um for me to set for him in the fall um or play on his team and um but yeah I think that one of the biggest the scariest thing for me was like I really wanted to make the jump but I think going in as a senior um, this sounds so bad, but it's like, like you make, you have so many friends and so many relationships that you make over those first three years. And for me to just completely be like, okay, bye. Like, see you guys later. <laughs> it's like, you're not around them like 24 seven, like you always were. And I was just like, oh my God, am I going to make friends here? Like <laughs> everyone has their friend group. <laughs> and I was like, I'm not going to let that stop me. Like I'll figure it out. Like it'll be fine. And so I finally, um, committed and, um, yeah, we started training in, uh, I think, the end of June of last year for indoor. And, um, yeah, it was just uh, – I mean, I was really excited just to, for the opportunity to play in the Pac-12. I mean, indoor, I've been playing since I was, I think, five, four or five, and that's, like, one of the best conferences. So um, just to be challenged and to come back to setting and try to, like, figure that out for one season – was really awesome, and for Seeley to give me that opportunity was really cool. Um, but yeah, it was it was a journey and an adventure. But I've met so many cool people and experiences. Did you, did you get a good friend group? I have some <laughs> friends yeah. now. I have a good friend group. <laughs> but it's not like your LMU friends are very far away. No, <laughs> True. no, no. But yeah, it's scary because like when you think about it, like. I mean, you, like, make friends. You are always making friends, but, like, kindergarten is, like, okay, you're making your friends. And then, like, (laughs) middle school, okay, like, fourth, fifth grade. And then you go to high school and then, like, college, freshman year. But it's just, like, whoa, like, I'm starting, like, brand new here. (laughs) So that was kind of interesting, but it was fun. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. Now you doubled up on the friend group. I know. Got friends everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Made a few more in Austin, I think. Yeah. There you go. Oops. So. Yeah, how was uh how was it being on the AVP? Like were all the girls welcoming to you when you just kind of cuz like no qualifier just hopping straight in with one of the best players in the country? 
Yeah. Um, I mean, I feel like everyone kind of keeps to themselves, which I expected because you're like in a tournament, you're trying to beat everyone that you're like eating food with. Yeah. So um, I would say that they were, I felt like I didn't really talk to a whole lot because I'm like, I don't know if I deserve to talk to you. Like, I'm just going <laughs> to let you do your thing. I'm going to do my thing. Um, but yeah, the player stand was kind of intimidating at first. Um, even like the training area, I was like, I don't, Lauren's like, you're going to, are you going to get stuff done? I'm like, I don't know. Like, all I know is like soft tissue stem and like, that's like the puffy pants and like Norma Tech. And like, that's like all we know at UCLA. <laughs> and she's like, oh, you can like ask for like a, a light flush Lauren, and like all this stuff. Lauren milks it. We yeah. She like knows Lauren everything. Crap. I'm like, can Okay, you just talk to them and I'll show up because I don't know what I'm getting into. But, um, yeah, so that was, like, all new to me. But I kind of just, I don't know, tried to stay out of the tent and just do my thing. Believe it or not, uh, <laughs> Travis is way worse than you. Yeah. Really? He had no so idea what I, he was like, never I'd never before. had a massage before. So when I went <laughs> to, uh, and I was playing with Rafi, who probably milks the um, physios more yeah. than Lauren does. No, He's like, yeah, that. just tell him what you want. And I was like, I don't. I don't know. Like, do they have like a menu? Like, yeah, I don't know literally. what to order. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, I still don't even know what a flush is. I've heard the term like a hundred times, but I'm I too scared to ask. It's basically like a massage, honestly. <laughs> it's, it's like just hit everywhere lightly. Yeah. That's basically what it is. Because the physios were like, well, out. what do you want? I was like, well, my left leg hurts. So can you what fix it? <laughs> do you like some magic? Like That's that? so funny. So they were all cracking up, That's making so fun of me. That's so me at this point. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm so far into like treatment almost every day. It's like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Flush, upper groin. It's like we just like live <laughs> live with the physios basically. <laughs> Travel with them. We get way too close with our physios on the road. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, that's but funny. I had a similar experience with you though, and that like I didn't really know how to because I know the players either just from the podcast or practicing with them. But yeah. and I played Billy in my first match, and I came up to him and was like, I don't know if I'm supposed to talk to you before the match or not. So. Yeah, <laughs> are we supposed to hate each other right now? Yeah. I know we were. Um, I don't know if you know Carissa and Katie. Sp- Carissa, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep. So Carissa like uh, coaches with Lauren, and they were like at the same hotel as us, and we drove them to like the venue the day we played them in the semis we're like talking and having a time i'm like is this normal like are we supposed to like be like death staring each other i'm like confused and then when we had like that rain delay we were like just chilling in the car we hadn't played mm-hmm. them yet i'm like okay i'm like confused yeah so but it was most, they were really sweet they're really nice most professional sports i feel like you're very separated and you show up to battle yeah. but like it's inevitable with beach volleyball we the, the national team basically we're on the same schedule so we're traveling around the world together, around the U.S. for AVPs. We all live in South Bay. We have to practice together. So yeah. we get really good at uh, turning it on and off. Yeah. Like, we legit hate each other on the court, but <laughs> we know everybody's yeah. family, and we travel together and yeah. practically eat dinner together every night. So it's like, all right, whatever. It's, we it's can turn funny, it too, because, like, you know, when, when Golden State and the Cavs when they win or lose or whatever, they don't go back to the same locker room. No. But everyone goes back to the same player's tent. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they it's don't. Just, it's an like, odd concept. Like, do I make eye contact? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> so Forgot what, about that. What do you have coming up this summer? I mean, you've or have you even, like, taken a second to think about it? Because things have been moving so fast the past yeah. couple of weeks and months for you. Yeah, I mean... I didn't really have any plans. I, I was actually planning on um, 
playing, trying to train with Karch for USA Indoor this summer, and like that didn't that actually fell through until Lauren contacted me the next day. Um, but right now I'm like um, trying to find a partner for Seattle and seeing what Lauren is up to for San Fran, but um, trying to play in some like FIVBs, trying to get some points since I don't have any, and uh, hopefully to like kind of continue playing the AVP. Um, I'm just trying to like get to know like the whole like beach volleyball world because you're either stuck in like collegiate, like everyone, like they do everything for you, like show up to your match, like all Mm -hmm. this stuff, like this is training up at sunset and, um, and like CVVAs, but like now it's like, okay, this is like a completely like different world. Book your own Um, flights. Book your own flights, (laughs) but like book your own practices with different people. Book your own physio. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Buy your own, um. Whatever you call them, puffy boots. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't have enough Norm- money for Norma that. Tech. I'll just do it myself. <laughs> yeah, welcome to um, being a pro beach volleyball player. <laughs> and so, um, yeah, I'm just going to try to, like, keep training, um, keep trying to get in the AVPs, and, um, yeah, we'll see what happens from there. But, yeah, just trying to learn as much as I can about it. Is the goal is- indoor, I mean, is uh, indoor kind of out of the picture as far as professional? Um, for going overseas, I don't plan on it just because I, I've been moving around positions like so many times, like from outside to setter. And I've always wanted to play libero and just haven't really gotten the chance to, cause I just, I mean, I love just defending whether that's like indoor beach, I love defending. And, um, I, I hope to keep in contact with Karch, um, throughout the season and see where, if I have an opportunity, cause, um, I would drop everything to, uh, practice with the team in Anaheim if I could, whether that's because I'm graduating in the uh, winter, so I would have time to start training. But yeah, I'm just like waiting for an opportunity in that area, and if it happens, it happens. If not, then beach volleyball. But um, mm-hmm. I don't like to cut it out of the picture too soon. Yeah, um, why not? Yeah, that's a whole nother fun experience playing indoors for sure. Yeah, I played a year and a half overseas and. It's nothing like, it. I, I loved it. I mean, <laughs> I had a different experience than all my friends who went to like Italy and uh, <laughs> France and stuff. I went to Puerto yeah. Rico for two seasons okay. and basically surfed every day. I was like begging them. <laughs> I was, beg- I was begging them so to sad. practice. Yeah. <laughs> <That's awesome>. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was like, every morning I'd wake up and be like, so we got practice today or like, Nah, we play tomorrow. We'll just we'll just see you at the game. Just pepper. I'm like, okay, I don't know anyone here, and I live I have an apartment on the beach, so I guess I'll just surf again. So I did oh that for tough life. basically two seasons. I was like, is this, is this real life? This whole pro thing is not that bad. Oh my gosh! Um, but yeah, anyway, that it's a whole nother experience. But in in my opinion, if you love playing outside setter, libero, any position indoor then you're built for the beach. Yeah. <laughs> That's basically, it's yeah. the only sport where you get to use all those yeah, skills. Yeah, you can do everything. It sucks when you have to play libero, because I did the same thing indoors. Played middle, outside, libero. And uh, I just hated, like, having to specialize. I'm like, but That's I can true. pass. And you're taking me out of the rotation if I play middle. Yeah. And I'm playing outside, but then I'm not. Well, then you get to do most of the stuff. But Yeah, no, that's true. I just hated that. That's true. But, you, yeah. You mentioned that you... You started playing indoor when you were four or five? Yeah. You had a lot of volleyball. It's been a long time, yeah. <laughs> My parents uh, started doing, like, co-ed stuff. They never really played 
I think my mom just did softball, but um, my parents weren't really involved in sports. But um, when they met, they started like kind of doing co-ed leagues for volleyball and like dragging us there. And um, yeah, I mean, I just remember my sister's in kindergarten and we would be just like sitting outside. My dad was a stay at home dad and he would just be tossing balls and be like legit shanking them everywhere. <laughs> and yeah, we, I started when I was three or four, just passing the ball back and forth. And then it started on my first, like, club team when I was, like, six or seven. And, um, yeah, and, like, played all the way through high school. And so, yeah, it's been a long journey, but it's been so much fun. Yeah. Has there been, like, any signs of burnout? Because that's, that's a lot of volleyball, especially when you started. When did you begin adding beach into it, too? Because then that makes it almost, like, a yeah. year-round thing. Um, I started beach when I was, like, nine. Jeez. Nine or ten. Yeah. <laughs> Dang. Yeah, I mean, I didn't start going to California till like, probably 12, um, just because, like, there was not, like, a whole lot of competition um, in Arizona, and, like, I mean, you don't know how good you are until you actually come to, like, the beach where everyone plays beach volleyball, so. Right. Um, but no signs of burnout. I mean, I think it's been nice since I've been able to do, like, indoor than beach, indoor than beach. It's, like, I like whatever I'm playing, and... Um, I, I, I kind of just use my, my parents about, like, uh, trying different sports because I've always wanted to, like, do basketball and soccer and, like, try all these different things, but they really wanted me to, like, no, like, you need to be good. You should be good at one thing, and, like, I respect that, and I'm, like, so thankful for that, but even at UCLA, and, like, now I'll, like, go down to Sunset. I'll, like, start swimming. I'll, like, catch up with the soccer girls. I'm, like, yo, you want to, like, kick around, and um, <laughs> I like doing a lot of different things, but no signs of burnout, I think, there's always just like, I don't know, like volleyball, there's always something different. Like you're not going to do the same play twice. You can make your own plays and um, yeah, kind of add your own spin on the game. So it's kind of fun. Yeah. And you are one of the few female hand setters that's out there. You dish out sauce. <laughs> I loved watching you just because I was like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When did you first start to learn how to handset? Because I feel like, especially with how much indoor you played, handsetting on the beach would probably not come quite as naturally than as if you just started on the beach. Yeah. So when did I just start setting in general? Well, just, I guess beach handsetting, really. Um, I don't know. Probably. I think I started doing it in games last year because, um, I don't know. I feel like. And when you're, like, doing, like, CVVA tournaments, they're always, like, quick to call that. So I think I was very hesitant, like, my freshman year, didn't play sophomore year. So I think John, Johnny Mayer, was just, like, just do it. Like, it's fine. Like, you're going to get called. But, um, like, he was, like, you have pretty good hands. Let's just try it out. And so that was, like, last season at OMU was probably the first season I started, like, consistently doing it. And, um yeah, I mean, it's so much more fun because you can, you just have so much more control and um, you can just make your own plays that way. And yeah, I, it's a lot of fun. I'm sure setting. Lily didn't mind either. Lily did not <laughs> mind, no. Um, we had a lot of fun with it, just um, creating like just weird plays. And yeah, no, it was a lot of fun. I couldn't agree more with Mayor. Just like if, if I'm coaching, I'm telling all my kids just, just use your hands. Don't be scared to use them, especially someone like you who's an indoor setter. I've seen a lot of setters come out to the beach, and they're like the first ones to not want to use their hands. Really? They, well, just they're used to those fast indoor hands, right? Yeah. So it starts coming out with spin, and they get all self-conscious about it. I'm like, just set it until they stop calling it because yeah. a lot of people go away from it, and then it changes their entire game. And yeah. 
hand sitting is like a huge advantage on the beach, in my opinion. A lot of girls, we've talked about it before on the podcast, a lot of girls go away from it early on, maybe have smaller hands, a little less strength. It's, it's probably harder when you're a little weaker until you grow. Um, but yeah, I mean, you got to just go for it for all you yeah. young players out there. Just set it until I they agree. stop calling it. Exactly. Break out the sauce. Set it until it stops spinning. <laughs> and there's a, lot more, there's a lot more girls doing it these days. Oh, yeah. Almost most of the guys do it, right? Like, yeah, maybe I'm not to, full time. I'm trying to think of, a, of an entire team that, in which neither of them handset. I don't know if I can think of any Americans. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, Stein was, um, like, this season, he was just making everyone handset, like, all of the girls were. I mean, like, some of them just shouldn't, like, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're just like, just you know. don't want me to set. <laughs> so, um, but most of us, I think there was a good chunk of us that were handsetting. I mean, some of them wouldn't really translate it to the game, but I feel like the more you're just practicing it, like, the more confident you're going to get, so. Right. Um, that sounds like Johnny Hyden. He, every every day in practice, he handsets everything, and then come game, he bump sets it all. When is he going to start? <laughs> <laughs> if he hasn't started now, he ain't going to start. Well, I guess that would be the only American team that I can think of, actually, where neither of them handset is Hyden and Theo. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever seen either of them handset a single ball. I mean, yeah, they'll, I've seen them handset a single ball, for sure, but not majority, yeah, probably bump setting. Yeah. Which is, you better have good footwork. Good feet to ball because usually that thing's going all over the place. Yeah. But if you don't know where it's going, then neither does the defense. I can't tell you what zip code my bump sets are going to end up in. So. You're just trying to throw off the blocker. Yeah. I, yeah. I see you. There you go. And I mean, you've had like some of the finest coaches in volleyball. I mean, you had Tom Black and then you had John Mayer and Betsy and then Stein. Oh, yeah. How much has just that staff like helped your development as a player? Oh my gosh. I mean, I don't like, I don't even know how to explain it, but I mean, starting with Tom, I feel like, I think just all of my coaches in general, like they've taught me just how to be a better volleyball player, but I think it really like what separates them is I feel like they just teach you how to be just like a better person in general. And just like they bring in the mental part of the game. Like for Tom, I think that's like one of the biggest things for me that I learned is like, I, I, I would just get, like, really just frustrated and, like, get pissed off, like, on the court. And I feel like just throughout my entire time at LMU, I, like, actually was able to just hone in and, like, be mentally, like, stable when, like, things – when you're in pres- pressured situations. And, like, it it has helped so much because, like, since then, like, I've been in the AVP finals. I've been, like, in NCAA. Like, in Hawaii, me and Lily, like, our game was on the line. And so, like, without him teaching me how to, like – take each point at a time and be like just mentally I don't know just I don't know like mentally be there I don't know in the moment is it like mindfulness he's teaching yeah like mindfulness and like forgetting about the last point yeah exactly how to move on and um just like stay confident um knock it down um just stuff like that I feel like the mental part is a huge thing that I learned from Tom and um I also think just uh, like I I brought up just the point of being like a better person and like helping the people that are around you. Um, uh, so yeah, it's not just about like getting better, but like becoming a better person um, through that. And then also 
Stein and Jenny and Jeff. Um, I learned so much from them. I mean, even just physically, like bringing it, they brought in like plays on the beach, which I never thought was a thing, and like <laughs> golds and blacks. And then Lily and I are like creating plays. And it was just so much more fun. It brought like a completely different like light into um, my beach game. And then also just defense. We like, I think growing up, you only know like line and angle, and that's like all I knew. <laughs> and they're like, okay, like we're doubling up line, doubling up angle. Okay, you're gonna like fake this, and, like juke that. I'm like, oh my god, it's like okay. Gang signs. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, what is? That? <laughs> What's the sign? <laughs> yeah, and so we're like doing sign language back then. And, um, so yeah, I think they just brought like all that into this season. So I learned so much um, about the game as well. So no, I've just been so blessed with all these coaches. Um, yeah, I mean, I can't think of any anyone else i gotta know what it's like playing for johnny mayer because like so yesterday i watched them they just won a gold medal in a two-star in china by the way oh okay congrats to them um him and trevor crab but just like looking at his demeanor and i'm watching him on the court but like thinking that this guy's a coach as well for like a high level college team i'm just wondering what what is what's the johnny mayer brand of volleyball that he preaches to you guys or the LMU brand of volleyball, I should say. I mean, I learned a lot from Johnny Mayer. Uh, I think one of the biggest things, I mean, like, it's kind of, well, him and Tom are just, like, really good friends. So, like, right. whatever I'm learning from, like, like he learned from Tom, I'm learning from right. him. And, I mean, like, the one thing that just sticks out to me is just, like, how, like, poised he is. Like, it almost, like, pisses you off. You're like, <laughs> yeah. you're like why are you that poised, like, yeah. in a game situation? Like, I don't think I've ever seen him, like scream or like all this stuff which is like completely me like I get really like into the game and um I think over at LMU like I would just I mean like not always but like you get in situations you're frustrated you're not doing what you want to be doing and I think he just like just I don't know how he does it but he kind of just like taught me how to be like okay like next point like why are you like why are you getting pissed like you like ask me these questions like so why are you reacting like this and like just but like in such a soft voice, it almost like right. pisses you off for like yeah. him asking you. Why that. are you not pissed off? Yeah, you're like I literally just shanked it to the other <laughs> side of the court. Um, that's why I'm pissed. But like he just really like um, taught me to just like kind of like contain your emotions and like use them like. Not ride the roller coaster. Right, quite right. As much. Like if you're like angry or pissed off, like don't like let it affect your game. Like let it just like like make you like hit harder against the other team or just like kind of like put it on them embrace it embrace it and like like learn how to like distribute it in the right ways Ah. so um that was like a big thing i learned from him and i want to see more fire out of johnny mayer i know it's there you know he's a really competitive (laughs) guy it's funny because you're wearing a shirt that says passion is everything it is is. (laughs) come on johnny mayer (laughs) let's see it i don't think i've ever seen like no he'll he'll win a championship and like and, like, go straight to handshakes without even, like, screaming or anything. No, yeah. <laughs> it I'm just blows like, my mind. I'm okay. convinced that him and Billy Allen are brothers. Cause yeah, same when, thing. When Billy and Stafford won uh, Seattle last year, it was Stafford's first win. So Stafford was, like, on his knees, like, screaming, and then Billy was just like, good game. Game. <laughs> it was like so formal. High five, Stafford. <laughs> no, he did the, we were laughing because he did the exact, his two wins are in Seattle. And he did the exact same thing. Like even Theo Brunner was showing emotion after getting it was Billy's first win ever. 
and yeah billy's just like standing there just like all right now like do you give me a trophy or, yeah, like, yeah yeah now what can i go eat now how's Thanks. this work <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. what's next what's, what's the next tournament i need to go to yeah, yeah. i don't know I, I think i feel like everyone sort of tries on different types of competitors like trevor is totally. kind of like in your face and trash talking mm-hmm. and then you have john and billy who are super quiet and like that's how they thrive and then you have other guys like i played laguna with um dr vandermeer who's okay. really fiery and yelling and screaming but like that's exhausting to me right like i can't celebrate because like with dr i get served every ball so i'm like <laughs> i'm jump serving blocking and getting served and like celebrating it's like yeah <laughs> i'm out that's of gas so like yeah i, I, I kind of like the mayor you lose that when you turn pro and you're just playing so much volleyball, it's like you can't you can't go crazy for every point. Like, like we were talking about. Play, if it's like, a good play, okay. for sure. Plus, you want to show your opponents that you're like. There's times yeah, when you get fired up. Sometimes you can like up. piss your opponents yeah, off like a little sure. bit, like yeah. get in their head. Mm-hmm. No. You can intimidate them if they're that quiet type. They're like, whoa. Like, yeah. What? But yeah, if you're screaming every point, then it doesn't have the same effect. Because when you really mean yes. it and you're screaming, your partner's like, "Yeah, you're not, you're not firing me up," because you do that every point. Yeah, you gotta, yeah. you gotta yeah. do it. The I right remember time. in Austin, we made a, me and Rafi made a good play against Avery and Chase, and he was celebrating. I was like, "Dude, can you just like go clean your glasses for like ten <laughs> minutes or something? Let me catch my breath." <laughs> I know. Same. We were we were playing Caitlin Ledoux and her partner, and like the first day um, on like court one or something, and we had won the first game. We were down like eighteen fifteen, and it was hot. Like. I thought Gulf Shores was hot, but this was, like, completely different. I was, like, thought I was going to die of heat stroke. I'm, like, (laughs) I was, like, getting served every ball. I was, like, defending everything. I'm hot. And I remember it was 15, 18, and I didn't talk to Lauren for a solid, like, seven points. I was, like, we are not going to a third game because I will not survive. Like, they have to get the gurney and, like, literally. Um, But, yeah, so I did not talk to her. I did not celebrate any. Like, we won, like, the next, like, six points in a row. I did not celebrate. (laughs) Went back to the line to serve. And, like, like you said, like, you're going to, like, you have to, like, contain your energy, like, as much as you can. Yeah. You're from Arizona was, too. So yeah, you I thought I was like, oh, heat. we're fine. Like, no, this was like humid. Like, Arizona's like dry heat. Like, if it's like humid 100 to 120, like, it's the same. It's just hot. Yeah, yeah. But this was like. Humid heat will get you. It's yeah. Like, it feels was, like you're swimming. Like, your body's like, you should probably go under the tent mm-hmm. soon. <laughs> yeah. You're like, well, yeah. it's halfway through the first set, so that's not happening. Yeah. Get over it, body. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You've been on so many big stages in such a short period of time. You've been really high level indoor. What? Where were the Pac-12s? At Stanford. Stanford? Okay. Then you were in the Pac-12 championships. You were in the NCAA championships, and then you're in AVP finals. Mm -hmm. What do you think helped prepare you to to handle that so well, or do you think that you got better with each one this year? Um, I think. I mean, I think you obviously get better for each one, just more experience being on those big stages. Um, I don't know, just like when you're in that big stage, I feel like you can't be focusing on like the fact that it is like a big stage. You kind of have to act like, try to act like it's like, okay, it's just another game. And I think just one of the biggest things, biggest things that I learned is like, you need to just control what you can't control. And I feel like for me, like in beach, the only thing I can control is like me and my partner, um, like, can I trust you? Like, do I trust you in these big situations? And like me and Lily, like we were in the weeds, like in the beginning of the season, we were losing, like, we just had no connection. And like, finally throughout the season, we like started to like, 
actually become friends. Like she kind of intimidated me at first, <laughs> but um, so we joke about that. But I think just really just trusting in like who you're around and like who you're playing with and just trusting confidence. Like you, if you don't have confidence in yourself walking out on the court, you're like, you're kind of screwed. You're kind of done. So um, yeah, like the moment you think someone's better than you, I feel like, like, why are you even playing? And I think just those two things have kind of like helped me along in those big, big moments. And I feel like it's easy to caught up, get caught up in like, okay, like I want to win this so bad. Like everyone wants to win in those big like moments, but you have to just take it one point at a time. Like it's just trust, confidence. And I think just like patience is like a huge thing. And I remember reading something about one of like Karch's quotes was like, it's like easy to get like caught up in the game and like there's so much time but you have to literally just like be like I'm gonna put all my effort into each point like whether that's 10 seconds 15 seconds so it's like mentally like it's easier to focus like okay like I'm gonna put all my effort into this one point right and that's over okay I'm gonna put like all my effort into this mm-hmm. one point so it's not like overwhelming when you're like oh my god I need to win like the, all this match like I have to win the next focus match. for 45 points in a row right yeah so that's like <laughs> mentally draining more. and so I just remember I don't know what I was reading about him but that was that like has always stuck with me is like it's easier to focus for 15 seconds yeah. than like 80 points of a game i think i heard that uh he did a podcast i think with michael gervais a while ago and he was talking about that, that kind of stuff yeah so you guys can check that one out if yeah you want. i think that that's a lot there's there's our weekly michael gervais yeah plug, damn it, gervais. <laughs> get off our podcast every every <laughs> week someone brings up gervais i don't know if you've ever yeah. listened to him yeah um but yeah, I, I like that focus for 15 seconds rather than, because everyone says one play at a time, but I like that just focus for 15 seconds and then give yourself like that five second break between plays right. and then it's just another 15. That reminds me I just of think the, it's a better thought. the Lone Survivor. Uh, remember that movie with the... It's my favorite book. Yeah. Okay. So in yeah. the book, but at one point in the book, he was talking about uh, when he was like shot and his whole team was dead and like he's just trying to get away. He was focusing on like a foot. He's trying to get away a foot at a time. Like, that's, that's crazy. pretty crazy. Yeah. I'm just going to get right yeah. there, that one foot. Okay, I got there. All right, one more. Like, yeah. that's how far down he had to break it to, like, comprehend moving. And that was for, like, far. miles, too. Right. Yeah. It's crazy. I met Marcus Luttrell in Pittsburgh. He was doing, like, a book tour. Uh-huh. And he, like, that dude's toughness is insane. Like, he was talking about, like, how he fell off, like, a 100-foot cliff. And he was like, yeah, that was kind of a rough day. I was like, no shit. Like, I did it on purpose. Yeah. I rolled off of it. Yeah, he was like, that kind of sucked. I was like, man. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, he's, uh, he's great, though. What, what do you think has been, if you had to pick one big lesson that you've learned just throughout, either from Mayer or Stein, like, is there any one that's had a bigger impact than the others? I mean, I feel like that 15 seconds of focus obviously helped you out there yeah um i don't just all my coaches you don't um, have to pick one (laughs) yeah (laughs) seems like Um, you've like stacked up like what you've learned from one person use that as a base to learn from the next one gosh like a big lesson um i don't know that's a that's a tough question um i don't know i think just right off the bat when you ask that i think it kind of just, for me, it all goes down to, like, the mental part of the game. And I think Tom, like, really just, I mean, even John, mm-hmm. really just helped me um, kind of figure that out. Um, and just, like, 
I don't know. I think it just has like helped translate into the big moments and how to handle each point. And um, I don't know. I think the mental part of the game is like 80% and like 20% is physical. Like when you get to this level, like everyone might, like people might be stronger than you and faster than you, but like how can you mentally handle being like served every point and having to defend and like you just didn't sign out and you know they're going to like put even more pressure on you. Like um, I think it really just comes down to the mental game and like who's just going to be there, like who's going to like take it one point at a time and put all their effort in, um, yeah, for those 15 seconds. So I don't know. I think just the mental game is what I've really learned and I've come to know that it's really important. <laughs> yeah. And we had we had Patty Dodd on the podcast oh, last yeah. week, and she adores you. By oh, the I way, love Patty. <laughs> <laughs> so does Jeff Alzina, by the way. Oh, I love yeah. Jeff. Jeff is a troll. <laughs> 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 Nothing but glowing words for all of her coaches. Yeah. <laughs> Alzina is a troll. <laughs> Jeff, yeah, he's great. <laughs> he was. He was the, actually I hadn't heard too much about you before Austin AVP, and I was rooming with him for for a night or two there and he's like dude watch Sarah responsible she's so <laughs> badass i was like all right we'll see we'll see about yeah, that I, I like i remember him like watch he's like i'm gonna be watching your games i'm like oh my god like because i can just imagine like him because there's like a couple plays during even just nc's and like we just weren't doing well and like you look over and he's like ah. oh and yeah just like oh my like you just you you just want to like like impress him like you want him to be like Good job, thumbs up, and right. you're like, plus up, like, that's all I needed, like, I didn't care, we just won in the match, like, you just gave me a thumbs up, um, but yeah, you just, you just want to do well for him, for is sure. It, is it crazy that Alzina coached Stein in the Olympics, that's and then you have both of them on crazy. your coaching staff? I mean, like, we got so lucky, I yeah. mean, like, I mean, Jenny and Stein, for sure, like, I mean, they're one of the best two coaches out there. And then Jeff coming along, and he's like, yep, I coached them too. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. okay, we have, like, way more knowledge now. This <laughs> yeah. is awesome. And, um, yeah, I mean, like, without Jeff, I mean, even Stein and Jenny have, like, admitted it. Just, like, without him coming in, and he was the big enforcer of these plays because UCLA, like, we're pretty, in terms of just the girls on the team, we're pretty small and petite and, like, not very, like, like the strongest or the tallest and he like Jeff was like, yeah, we aren't like like if we don't do plays, like we're probably not gonna win this yeah, year. Yeah, you got to get away from the block. Yeah, exactly. And so um, Stein was like, yeah, like without you coming in and really just like Stein only gave Jeff a week. He's like, I'll give you a week to to teach them these plays, and if it's not going well and our setting goes to crap, then like we're not doing this. And right. so Jeff was like, okay, Monday this is what we're doing. And yeah, without that, like without Jeff and like all of his knowledge about everything, um, I don't know where we would have finished, but yeah, very blessed. We already, uh, or I already got, uh, got the okay from Jeff for coming on the podcast. So you guys can hear more about his, uh, he, he already told me about that, that, oh, that really? story. Oh yeah. You'll hear way like, more. He's yeah. way in depth. <laughs> that guy, that podcast might be like three hours. <laughs> <laughs> we got to get Stein on here too. We've been thinking Steino. about hitting him up. Some He'd good old it. Hawaiian stories out of that guy. Oh my yeah, and then we got I mean, we got Taylor coming on later today, so we've almost got the full Hawaiian crew. We need Stein and Riley. Riley, Those the last yeah. two Hawaiians we got left. Well, Katie Spieler too. She went there. Well, if we're going old guys like Stein, then we got to get we need Wong, Sean Scott, and, yeah. Wong or, anyway, we're, we'll get we'll Katie's get him. Not we'll old. get time. <laughs> Katie, yeah, <laughs> not quite. <laughs> and I mean, so much of what we talked about 
is volleyball, and obviously that takes up a ton of your time, but, like, what is your life like outside of volleyball? Like, what do you like to do for fun? What do I like to do for fun? I just love doing, like, playing different sports. Like, if I'm not doing volleyball, like, I will... I'm just, like, such a nerd when it comes to, like, sports. Like, that's, like, all all sports, like, any sports. Um, I think it's just because I never really did it growing up, and, like, I've always, like, begged my parents, like, can I do soccer? Like, I want to do it so bad, (laughs) blah, blah, blah. Like, no, blah, blah, blah. And so, um, yeah, I'll just, like, go out and swim at sunset, like, on my own time. I saw you doing, nice. you put up a picture of doing laps the Oh, other my day. gosh, I, like, died. <laughs> I'm, like, really good friends with, like, water pole. And I'm, like, oh, like, I want you to, like, teach me, like, how to, like, shoot and, like, all this stuff. Like, I like to, That's just to know, sport. like, what other, like, athletes, like, like, what they have to do, like, for their sport. It's just, like, I don't know, it interests me. So, yeah, I do that and, like soccer, basketball. I am into handstanding at LMU. I was in a social media class and we had to like make this like a page of like anything we wanted. And I was like, you know what? I really like handstanding. So I'm just going to make this like handstanding page and it's called handstanding around LA. It's kind of lame, but I haven't been (laughs) on it in a while. And so, yeah, so I like, I just like doing that. And, uh, I picked up unicycling like a year ago just randomly I was like oh like this sounds fun like I kind of want to like see if I could do it so I like went to a pawn shop like the next day and I ended up having to buy one online but yeah so I taught myself how to do that and it's really fun and I don't know that I just kind of awesome. like like challenging myself like physically and um you've been surfing I have been how's that good I mean and when you I just went to killed it, it yeah, right away. We, <laughs> I mean, I did not, you know, definitely did not kill it right away, but no, it was a lot of fun. Um, and yeah, I just like doing a lot of just different like physical activities and seeing if I can do them. You yeah. are the first it. person I've ever met who just said, I'm going to pick up unicycling. <laughs> I've just I'll, because. I bet Summer Ross <laughs> unicycles. <laughs> I feel like she would do random stuff like that too. Who's that? Summer. Summer? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. That's yeah. funny though. Are you allowed to play like intramurals or do your coaches say no? Like we kind of need no, you healthy. Um, no, not really. I, I mean, I haven't alias. really asked to be on any intramural sports, but I just try to like find like people that are on like UCLA sports teams and be like, hey, like you want to go do this? Like if you're not like kicking around with your actual team, like I'd love to like, you can like teach me some stuff. And um, yeah, so. Football? Get out there no, yet? Kick football. some field goals at least. No, I haven't. I haven't asked them yet. <laughs> <laughs> take, take down the tackling. Tackling yeah. girls. That'd be fun. <laughs> That'd be fun. Yeah. So maybe a little sketchy uh, while you're still in school. Yeah. And so you, it was. We well, have siblings, yeah. right? <laughs> what? You have siblings, right? Yeah, I have one sister. One sister. Was she an athlete too? Yeah, she's three years older. She played volleyball as well. Um, I don't know if you know Regis University. It's D two in Colorado. But yeah, so she finished up like three or four years ago. But yeah, I mean, growing up, we would definitely like challenge each other, and um, we played we played in a CBVA double A like five years ago, and it was just complete. It was so bad. Like we didn't make it out of pool. We were just yelling at each other the whole time. It was so we like made a contract to like never play with each other, <laughs> so just like support each other and like what we decided to do with our lives. Um, but yeah, so she does. Um, she stopped playing, but she kind of, like, does uh, pickup games and stuff like that. But yeah. So you guys were just volleyball all the time growing up then, huh? We were. Yeah. But 
Yeah, I so wish we could have like done some other things. You're catching up now on I'm your... I'm catching up yeah. now at UCLA, yeah. for that sure. That was like opposite of me. My family played every single sport possible. Really? And I didn't start playing only volleyball until college. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, we had... I had the exact opposite of you. <laughs> you I just started up, playing volleyball. Yeah, <laughs> I grew up playing everything except for volleyball. Really? And then... When I moved to Florida, I just kind of like stumbled across it like four years ago. How'd you like just... And that was after college. Yeah. We're just like on the beach and like, oh, this looks fun. Pretty much, yeah. Because like awesome. in Florida, like all the like bars and restaurants will have that are oh, on the yeah. beach will have a court there. Yeah. So like my mom and dad helped move me in and they're okay. like, oh, that looks fun. And yeah. so I just kind of like wandered out and That's it's awesome. just kind of happened. <laughs> Everyone gets here with a different story. One way or another. Yeah, yeah. yeah. one way or another. Eric's on living out of his van. Yeah, <laughs> I love I love beach volleyball because it like there's so many different stories of how people get into it. Because especially before like before the college game, like girls stumbled into it too. Oh, yeah. Because there was yeah. no like real grassroots feeder system. Yeah, I feel like you had to go from indoor to beach. Yeah, totally. But. Now everyone, I think girls are just like beach only and there's clubs now in Arizona, which there was never any of that, but yeah, it's so rare that a a boy can be playing high level beach from, yeah, even from high school. Like I think a lot of these LA kids, you know, grow up playing beach. I grew up playing a lot of beach in Hawaii. Um, but then I stopped a hundred percent or pretty much a hundred percent unless I went home for like five years through college, the year after, playing pro, and then I got back into it. Yeah. If I had played beach that entire time, who knows what would happen. Yeah, and I look at, so I was out at the national championships with, were you at UCLA, Long Beach State, for the indoor nationals? Oh, no, 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 I wasn't there. No, because um, I was watching that, and I was looking at Micah Ma, and I was like, he's probably so good on the beach, but I, like you would never know because like yeah. UCLA doesn't have a men's beach program. Yeah, they actually play Micah at Sunset ball. a lot. Like yeah. Micah can do whatever you tell him to. Well, do. he grew up with a court in his backyard in Hawaii. They have like a oh, sick that works. court, <laughs> and his dad's like a, a legend volleyball player. So yeah, and I've seen him playing. Uh, when I was younger, he was just like a little kid, but yeah, he's yeah, been. He can ball. He'll be good at beach right away. Yeah, because like you look at you know the couple of players on the court who were doing a little bit of everything, which was Micah and TJ DeFalco and Josh Tuaniga. It's like, they would probably be so good on the beach and TJ's already qualified a couple of times, but he's just yeah. so good at indoor that like, there's no point. Yeah. No, he's insane. Yeah. They're both insane. They're fun to watch. Oh yeah. Um, now I know that you've spent a lot of time hanging with us here today. Thank um, you so much. Just yeah, want to make yeah. sure that, uh, we covered everything that you wanted to chat about. Anything else you wanted to bring up? No, I think we've, covered it all yeah I yeah. Think we, yeah <laughs> so where where can our listeners find you and your unicycling swimming water poloing yeah oh, you God. probably have a good instagram instagram i think it's just a sponsor sm sponsor yeah and uh handstanding around la is my uh <laughs> check it out handstanding page i haven't been on it in a while but no yeah and then the, uh, the final question we ask all of our guests is if you had to give one piece of advice to any newcomer playing beach volleyball, what would that piece of advice be? Beach volleyball. Um, I don't know. I think just, I don't know. I think just like the main thing is it's so easy to get caught up in like, I don't know, trying to be the best and um, like all your next opportunities. I think the one big thing is just try to get better each day. 
Um, it's so easy to get caught up in everything around you and all the hype and everything. Um, but yeah, I just try to work, um, try to get better every day and try to be good at everything, like passing, setting, hitting, like work on everything. Um, that's really what helped me. I think from indoor to beach is like, I was able to do, um, everything and my dad pushed me to do, um, that. So yeah, just, I mean, if you work hard, your opportunities are going to come. Love it. All right. We appreciate you coming on again. We'll see you what in Seattle. Hopefully, yeah, cross our fingers. All right. I'll be there hanging out, just, <laughs> just, just loitering. Just watching. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Maybe coaching me. Hey, Help there me we out. go. Let's go. I need a job. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Peace. All right, later. later.